1: What happens when you put a career-focused woman with two kids trying to balance home and work life in a room with a microphone? Lots of laughter, tears, and great advice. Welcome to Two Kids and a Career. For the first time ever on this podcast, I have a roundtable of very powerful women. I have Jen Singleton. I have Alicia Underwood. I have Becky Larson, always socially, Jen and Co., Hi, ladies. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be so fun. I'm so excited. So I wanted to have you all on. I know Jen from the radio business. We worked together on some event stuff. And then you ended up starting your own company, Socially Jen & Co., which we're going to talk about. And then I found out that you had all women working for you. And you're all moms. And I was thinking, well, well, this is a great episode. Yeah. Can you come in? And you said, yes, we would be so happy to. So let me back up a little bit and let's talk about Socially gin and Co. What is it?
2: How did it get formed? So about eight years ago, Becky interned for me and then it started snowballing. We were working out of my house and different coffee shops. And then I met Alicia Four years ago, and she uh-huh. came aboard, and she's my business partner, and then we named, first it was Socially Jen, and then Socially Jen and Kona, and we do all digital marketing.
1: All digital marketing, which is a big thing, and we're going to talk about that, but first I want to talk about each of you and your families. Jen, let's start with you. Mom to Eloise, and how yeah. old is she? Two and a half. Two and a half, and I don't know about you, but <laughs> mine's almost three, and We've got some
2: emotions in the house. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's crazy. Isn't it? It's crazy town. Like, it's drama, Uh drama, drama. And I hear that
1: it's mostly more with girls. But then I hear from other people with their boys that are like, no, they're just as much drama. And I'm thinking, this is a lot of
0: drama. They have boys. Oh. Yeah. And we still have drama. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So, Becky, tell me about you. <laughs> okay. So, um, my son, Daniel Jr., is uh, he just turned two? And he is so, so chill, such a, a great balance of me and my, um, like, Very tightly wound type A OCD personality and my husband who's incredibly relaxed and collected all the time. That sounds like our household. Yeah, but it makes for a grab bag of um, interactions with this toddler who's figuring out exactly who he is and what he feels about things. For instance, um, just last night we had had a beautiful dinner we went, you know, we went into the city and had dinner and had ice cream after. And on the way home, it was just like a little, like a little switch flipped, and all of a sudden <laughs> I'm getting slapped in the face for I don't even know what at this time. But um, so yeah, lots of drama and excitement, but then he'll, you know, I call him the sour patch kid because, you know, seconds later, it's, I love you mama. Or when they, yeah, but they freak out because you gave him a fork instead of a spoon.
2: Oh, yes. And it just comes flying at you. And
1: then you, they go, your hair's so beautiful. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, what's wrong with me? <laughs> you know, you just don't know how to handle it.
3: Yeah. It's crazy town. So then Alicia, let's talk about your family. Well, I have two boys. One is two and a half, same age with Eloise. They go to the same school together, which is great. We're excited for school to start in about a month. <laughs> we understand now why You're not Paris. counting down the seconds, oh, are you? And then I have a four month old boy too. And um it's been a challenge trying to adjust to um, two boys. Um, you know, selling Jen on Monday. I was like, my two year and a half was trying to smother my four month old. Mm, shove cars in his mouth Like, <laughs> yeah.
1: what is going on so right. i actually want to speak directly to you alicia i'm kind of struggling right now in terms of society i'm advanced age for having kids i'm 42 and so a lot of my friends they're way past the stage i'm at but no matter if you have multiples that are five years apart six years apart or a year apart it's hard But I definitely think when they're that close in age, so my youngest daughter is going to be eight months, it's difficult. Mm -hmm. And it's not, I can kind of envision people saying, well, this is what you chose to do. Right. And down the line, I think that that's, first of all, that was really, it had to be done now if it wanted to be done because of my, and I'm in air quotes, my advanced age, (gasps) But I also like the closeness. But I I think sometimes people who don't have kids that are
3: close in age like that don't really understand how much of a struggle it is. So it's funny you mentioned that. I was literally sitting on my couch yesterday after work around five. And, of course, my sitter left at four, and they were perfect for the sitter. I mean, I could hear them. They, They were great. And right when the sitter left, I was just like, my four month old starts screaming. My two and a half decides to poop in his pants and pee on the carpet and smear poop all over the bathroom. Oh, no. right at that moment at like four o'clock. And I'm just like, I don't understand it. And I was, and then I sat on my couch. I was like, who thought? I was like, I'm so mad at my husband. It was his idea to have kids <laughs> like at this. Because you know, at this time period, I was just like, I was so angry. And then I called him. I was like, where are you? You, you better get home. He's like, babe, it's only five. Like, I'm on my way. And But it is hard because originally I wanted him to be five years apart because I thought my oldest could go to school and then I could have more time. With the second one, and I'm sure, I'm not sure if you feel this, but I feel the guilt mm-hmm. that I had undivided attention with my first, yep. and my second one is getting smashed in the morning, mm-hmm. slapped, and um, and it's hard, you know? I mean, there's not a magic pill. No. I mean, it's,
1: and I find that, yeah, because you
3: have the first, and you are
1: only dedicated to them, mm-hmm. and then... You think how that's the biggest thing. How can I love another human being as much as I love the first? And you do. Mm -hmm. But now it's, oh, my gosh, am I giving the oldest enough time or am I giving her too much time? But I'm not giving the youngest enough time. And that's not fair to her. And Mm -hmm. it is a mind game. It 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 totally is. Yeah. So with all of you working together, it has to be like a support group. I mean, you have to come into work and tell the funny stories, but also Be there for one another,
2: yeah. I mean,
1: it's
2: it is. I couldn't do it without them, like, no way, yeah. It's like a therapy group, like, (laughs) I'm Well, even if like our kids are sick, yeah. I mean, usually, if you work like a different corporate job, you're like taking your vacation. Mm -hmm. Probably, if Eloise is sick, I'll text them, be like, Hey, she's Mm -hmm. throwing up everywhere, I gotta stay home, I gotta work from
3: home, and they're like, We got your back. You know, it's it's amazing. I mean, our motto we said it's family first because at the end of the day, I mean, you got to. I mean, work is important because you know we all need an inco- income. Right. But At the same time, we understand that it's not everything. If that and there needs to be flexibility, especially in our line of work. It's like. You know, yeah. digital marketing, we're not, we, we have a joke that we're not, it's not brain surgery. Right. You know, it's not like we have to save someone's life and right. be there. Um, so I think we all do a pretty good job of being proactive and just helping and, each
0: other. Out. And balance too, yeah. because knowing that like, if I, you know, I can go to the doctor and they're like, when do you want to schedule a follow-up appointment? And it's like. Mm-hmm. It will Tuesday the 27th whatever work for you and it's like yeah because I can make that happen because mm-hmm. I can go to the doctor during the day on Tuesday mm-hmm. but then Tuesday night I can be you know on my computer at 730 after the baby goes to sleep and getting caught up with whatever I may be missed so mm-hmm. I mean all of the logistics has been super supportive as a, a new mom I still feel like a new mom you are wow. and I'm yeah I mean I'm going to be pulling I'm going to be playing that card for as long <laughs> as I can
1: like, hey, I pulled but, <laughs> the hormone
0: co- card for as long as I possibly can, too. So. I'm playing that card yeah. now. And <laughs> totally. Yeah, and also just the, you know, the emotional support that comes with people who are literally walking the same steps as you. And I mm-hmm. think that it, it shows in our work, too, because, you know, there's that, like, cliche saying that anyone who feels appreciated is going to go the extra mile. and. Because we all try to really let each other know, hey, I appreciate you stepping in and doing this. Or, you know, me as an employee, like, they're always very uh, supportive of me and let me know, like, hey, I appreciate you that you're putting in this time. And so I'm like, I don't mind whipping out my phone and taking care of this while I'm, you know, waiting and, you know at the grocery store or whatever. Because later on, I can unplug and have that time again. So. And that's
1: the hard thing is for And we're still not there, but this whole you can't take off of work because your child's sick or you felt guilty for doing that when your child's sick and they want you Mm -hmm. beyond just the, you know, Mm -hmm. cuddling and being there. But if they're Mm -hmm. truly, truly sick where we are Mm -hmm. doctor visits and it sucks that there are so many corporations that say your sick days are for you. They're not for your child. Mm And what I was thinking when you were all talking, I had, and you guys are probably familiar with her boutique, Rachel Sauter on not too long ago. She is the owner of Leopard Boutique.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And one of the things that she told me, and it was just, it made my mind go, we need more people like you. She's a small business owner. She doesn't have a ton of full-time employees, Mm -hmm. but her full-time employees, they're considered full-time if they work 30 hours. Mm -hmm. And they get... Um, insurance and some people don't understand how big of a deal that is that's a huge deal and I was thinking man you hear about and this is going off kind of on the same subject but all these different countries especially with maternity leave and what they're allowing their employees but just the mindset if I know things are okay at home I feel at peace and I think I'm a better employee and that's just when you guys were talking about it like Hey, I know if I have to leave because my child's sick. Yeah. Or I have to cry in the bathroom because I'm just having a tough day. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, and you're speaking about the, you know, other countries, you know, that'll give like a year of maternity leave. In Canada's I feel like, a year. Yeah. I, I, so. I know for sure. Yeah.
3: I was um, talking to my friend in Italy. She gets nine, she's at nine months. Yeah. And like half pay, I think, after four months, but yeah,
0: I'm just like, if I would have had a <laughs> traditional job during like my first year, and it probably speaks for all of us, mm-hmm. like we probably all would have been canned yeah. because <laughs> I mean, just all the all the health things you go yeah. through. Yeah. I had some unexpected health stuff that popped up around like the five month postpartum mark that mm-hmm. I thought I was like home free. Like, oh, I did this. This is great. I can see how people pop out a few more. And then, you know, blindsided me to where, yeah, if I would have had a limited amount of days off or hours off or wh- however you market, like, I, yeah, there probably would have had to be some uncomfortable conversations yeah. that I didn't have to have. Because it's hard.
1: Ideas. And that is, A, any company that doesn't believe in paid maternity leave— that's a whole nother episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because sure. I I also think it, when and I would like to do more research, but in the different countries, I like I can't remember who does it, but where they advocate for, let's say, eight weeks of maternity leave. And then you come back when the child's about six months because that's another growing part mm-hmm. of that child. And then you spend another Eight weeks oh, wow. there, which I oh. think makes sense developmentally, you know, yeah. there's, but again, that's a whole nother thing. So, digital marketing, digital worlds, and a lot of these episodes, I have talked to women about social media. I see the benefits of social media. I would be lying if I didn't say social media isn't helping with this podcast, but my gosh. Mm -hmm. it's also a problem. It's
3: hard. I mean, especially in our industry, you know, um, they, know, I would text, you know, especially in our position, like, you know, I'm always on Instagram trying to find for influencers for the business. And, um, it's hard when you see moms and I would text them and I'm like, oh, my God, her life is so perfect. She is so skinny. I'm trying yeah. to still figure out this mom pooch. And <laughs> she li- lives a fabulous life and like a house looks so cute. And she stays. How does the ha- what health insurance is she on? How do they afford it? Yeah. Like, yeah. We're You're crazy. Yeah. Start- yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, I get sucked in uh-huh. like one of them, the bucket list family. Oh, Have you ever no. heard of them? No. I mean, I'm obsessed with them. And um they're a couple, young couple with three kids under five, and they travel the world. And every day they're in like a different place. It's they're and I'm like, that's fantasy world. You know what I mean? Like that's a fantasy land. And then also on another note. I do get a little leery about, like, posting my daughter or, you know what I mean? Sometimes I'll go to town and be like, oh, my gosh, I have to post this so Mm -hmm. people can see. It's so cute. But then I stop and think and, like— these are my private moments with her.
1: Working in this business, you feel the same as people like me who, I mean, I guess I would say I'm a little bit in it because of my job. But you feel the same. You
3: do the same oh, thing. I think it's oh, like absolutely. 10 times sometimes like, I
0: think we're because we're so into yeah. like, it. It's so funny because we know how <laughs> curated these moments um, are yeah. that you uh-huh. see when you're scrolling through your feed. There is so much work that goes into these photos yeah. that look effortless. And mm-hmm. so there's times that we're just like, that's total BS. That is not what they had for lunch. That is not, <laughs> it is not how this day went for this, these people. But this is how you, this created. So you have this constant. And that's the, the industry we're in, right, is, is helping sell these ideas of perfection. And, um, mm. and so I mean, that's a whole other podcast in and of itself. <laughs> But yeah, we, because of what we do, we are connected more than probably the average person. Mm-hmm. And so, and we, we see the back end of it, but we still are guilty of saying, oh my gosh, how did she have time? <laughs> yeah. How did she have time to make this whole extra playroom just look amazing uh-huh. and amazing? How much money did that cost how do they have eight kids yeah and the perfect
3: live and lipstick (laughs) how is she dressed how is she dressed but i think that goes back to the women group like you know we would do that you know we get into this like you know i mean only these two women knows my inner voice and we get into this like my inner like alicia stop like Mm -hmm. it's not real or you know you're doing just fine and then you're like okay oh my god you like yeah
0: yeah, you really get there. lost. And, yeah, and we, that. so that is a part of that emotional support we get because yeah, we'll get like a text or send a text yeah. out like, oh, did you see this? And Jen will be like, ah, that lady probably, you know, yeah, <laughs> probably just as miserable as the rest of us. <laughs> she's, you know, it's all smoke and mirrors here. So <laughs> well, it's nice to keep each other in check. And I
1: do appreciate when people post the real stuff. Yeah, and. I want to do that, too. I just need to get there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, yeah. it's
3: it's a very vulnerable thing, too. I think because, you know, moms are judgy. You know, Other moms, you know, you have the hippie mom. You have the mom, the perf- you know, the perfect mom. And, you know, I so after going to what Jen said, you know, after I had my kid, I made my Instagram private because I was worried about weird people <laughs> looking at, um, you know, my son or figuring out where I don't think it's, you know, it's not like we're. Meghan Markle (laughs) figuring out where my kid is but you never know they're crazy people out there but I do post a lot like did I think like my stories I'm you know I had like laundry like all over
1: but here's the other thing again on multiple of these episodes for this podcast we're talking about the exact same thing we're talking about judging Mm -hmm. where do we Break the cycle. How do we say enough is enough? Yeah,
2: because you do get fearful. Like, I'll be honest. I mean, I don't—I never post about this, and I never talk about this. You know, my daughter's adopted, and she was born addicted to heroin. I'm in the hospital every month. Like, not every month, but an average. I never post that. I never post how how exhausting it is, how—I just— that's something I keep kind of private and I don't. And then I don't know. I just. Are you worried? Here's exactly. I had no idea. I knew she
1: was adopted and I was hoping that we could talk about that in yeah, another I episode. Just, yeah. Are you worried that someone is judging you for. I, I don't want to say for her being addicted to heroin because why would somebody judge you for that? But
2: is it like thinking, um, you, oh, plant, like what do you want us to say? What do you want? Like, you know, why are you telling like,
1: just and like when you said it, I immediately in my mind was like, oh my gosh, I would like her to come on an episode to talk about this because your story is somebody else's story that they're living through and they need help. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: And I'm in Facebook groups with moms with, you know.
0: Yeah. And that's the other positive of the social media, um, you know, social media and the, connectivity of this generation that's a positive part we've all individually had some pretty like earth-shattering instances as mothers that we were able to go beyond our immediate circle beyond doctors and in sterile exam rooms and find other moms like us online that have had stories that like literally i mean no you know no therapist and uh a pencil and pad of papers are going to be able to help you solve. So
2: I'm in Facebook groups like with parents that have or moms that have adopted or moms that have adopted children with, um, you know. We haven't
1: talked about this at all about the positive. I mean, the positive stuff is stuff like this. You know, this yeah. mean,
3: motherhood is—I mean, as much as we have a support group, it's very isolating. Mm-hmm. And you know, especially in postpartum, like even the first week or two, I was like going crazy, just be—you know—the the mechanics of like waking up, changing your diapers, and tending to a—you know—so there'll be me at two a.m. scrolling through Instagram, feeling like I'm alive a little bit mm-hmm. and connected to the world. Um, And then I became friends with this mom from Atlanta and we talk and her daughter was born a day before my son. I mean, I have no idea who this lady is, but we're friends now. I didn't even think about the private Facebook groups that are
1: available. I mean, it's like, duh. Yes, those are so super helpful. Well, let's shift gears a little bit here and talk about your kids and social media. You all three, as we have learned, are in digital marketing. And when it comes time for your kids and social media and the world of digital, what do you say to them? Oh, oh it's hard. Yeah. I mean, my
3: son takes my phone down and oh like, says,
0: look, I'm working. <laughs> and I'm like,
3: Ugh. oh no.
0: <laughs> yeah. I see moms and dads that have already like made Facebook accounts for their yeah. kids and like they're actively tagging their kids. And I see these you know pinterest hacks that are like make an email address for your kid and email them all I these memories that, and this yeah. and yeah even as a professional like i'm really divided about that because actually the other day i have this hilarious picture of my kid his little bare wrinkly not wrinkly dimply bottom watering some <clears> basil <throat> and i pulled it up and i was going to post it on like an instagram story or something and then i thought Man, when he's 13 or however old, is he going to be like, Mom, why the hell were you sharing pictures of my butt all over the meat? You know, so I texted it to them instead, of course. <laughs> but, um, you know, like I, I've heard like, how are these kids going to feel knowing pretty much every moment of their oh. childhood was kind of shared yeah. with the, the masses, even if the masses are just your, your grandma and your aunt in another state or, you know. Didn't even think about that
1: yeah i didn't well and when you were talking about the butt i was immediately thinking of pink i'm sure you how people gave her so much oh, trouble yeah. mm-hmm. that's what i thought you were going to go to or the negative comments and the, this and that i
3: wasn't even thinking about our kids <laughs> their opinion <laughs> on their butt being out there in the
0: world <laughs> yeah.
3: i mean just like even <sighs> like I mean, I mean i know a couple of times like oh my god like they're both in the shower together you know my kids you know giving the bath together and I'd snap a photo and I was like, oh, I wanted to post this and grandma could great grandma could see. But then I was just like, ah, oh, you know, it's like, I don't know how, where is this living and what server, you know, yeah. so I yeah. I just text it yeah. personally. And that's the thing too. I feel like as a professional in social media, I mean, that's not, this is my personal opinion that I just don't think everyone needs to know everything. And there's certain moments and certain right. photos. I, if, I would just text it, text it to them. Um,
0: the balance of the yeah. real. Yeah. Like, you know, going through like postpartum OCD and anxiety stuff, Mm -hmm. like I wrote a few kind of essay type things and shared them because I was like, I know how helpful it was to have that as a resource reading it when I was going through the thick of it. But then it's also like, you know, I'm not going to post about this every day, like, oh, the dog pooped in my living room or, oh, this happened today. Like there are some Sometimes, like Jen said, just the fear of people that are just always it seems like fishing for sympathy or fishing for
2: yeah, because there's a lot of people on there. Like, I'm I won't say any names, but there's some influencers on there that are like always they're banking
3: on that. I feel like, yeah, it's like vulnerability,
2: yeah, and and it's depressing. Every post
3: is about, yeah, you know, Yeah. yeah, depressing stuff, and it's like. I think there is a balance of realness, like, and then there's a balance of just yeah. empowering because, you know, it's, and it's cool that, yeah, I mean, things happen, but I think, you know, we want to see the big picture is how can we empower each other and rise above the occasion?
1: Okay, and, yeah. so tell me, how do you, <laughs> well, <laughs> ladies? It's,
3: it's hard. I mean, there are moments that, I mean, there, you know, there are times where it's just like, you know, anything that's very personal, you know, oh, my God, I had like a complete meltdown uh, in a parking lot after I worked out crying and just like, I just didn't know how to deal with work. My baby was three months at that time and my crazy two and a half year old and rising costs and, you know, and all that stuff. And I think it's okay to have those moments privately and then tap into the two closest or whoever, you know, and tell them how you feel and then realize that, you know, that's, it's okay to feel that way. And then have your moment and then pick back up and went back home, cooked dinner, you know, mm-hmm. prep everything for the next day, got to work and, and yeah.
0: Yeah. Letting go of the idea of perfectionism. That is like, even people that don't realize that cast their judgments on you constantly. I was not prepared as a mom for all of the unsolicited opinions and advice that just come at you from every angle and so I do think at some point you just get better at like just letting it be mm-hmm. water off a duck's butt. Like your and mom. Really shake it off. I'm yeah. Mom, water off mom. of a duck's Maria butt. Mom. I like that. <laughs> just, you know, it gets a lot. Maybe, you know, it doesn't get easier, but you get better. I don't yeah. Know what, that's
1: a- what, yeah. Um, I think that that's something yeah. that I try to, when you hear, and you, we're probably closer to this Alicia about, are they crawling yet? Mm-hmm. Are they this yet? It's like, Mm-hmm. If they are they are if they yeah. aren't they aren't like what yeah. what does, and I know that those are some of them are com- just conversational pieces mm-hmm. yeah. but some of it sometimes feels like
3: judge. Yeah. You yes. know what's funny mm-hmm. I was I saw the perfect Facebook <laughs> back to social media. Uh, It (laughs) is a necessary evil, right? Right. Um, You know, I grew up in an environment where my, I mean, my mom had me everything from ballet twice a day to art classes, to piano, to violin, to... I mean, everything. My days were from 6.30 to 10 o'clock at night every day. I mean, it was regimented. It was... I mean, you got to be the best, like, you know, and, and doing that And, you know, if your math is not good, we're going to take you to extra classes and make sure your math is at a hundred percent, you know, there's no 98.1. It's, you know, a hundred percent. And, and then I realized that my, and then I, I found myself guilt. Like, you know, I was texting, I was like, oh, he needs to be in tennis. He needs to be in, in soccer. I was like, he, I, he has no classes at all. And, and then I thought, and I saw that Facebook group and I was just like, I, that thing will come. You know, he's going to get to school. What I want is the biggest thing for me raising my kids is I want to teach them how to cope in life. And if they can learn how to cope in life, they can do whatever they want and they can be the best version of themselves. And that's what I want to teach them, to be kind, to love and to cope and all of that. And, and if I can be there as a mom to help them through that. That's all I want. I mean, being my husband and I talk about it all the time, being so present for them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so they can be happy and they can laugh and they can, you know, come to us. And And we talk about that a lot in the office about being present. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like, let's be present here at work. But when we're at home, we're at... Mm -hmm. um, home with the family let's because mm-hmm. that's hard nowadays yep. with social media being mm. totally present yeah it is mm. or and having I, your email right in
0: your hand at any moment yeah. right. you
2: know like and then yeah because um eloise already like if i leave my phone upstairs in the bedroom mm-hmm. and i'm walking out the door up you know she's like mommy don't forget your phone and that breaks my heart mm-hmm. lou said that to me one day she said and, I, and we try I, again
1: not great, but put it away for dinner yep. time. But mm-hmm. one time there was something with work mm-hmm. and I was getting texts and she said, Mom, Mama, put the phone down. Uh, and I'm like, oh, oh,
2: yeah. oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. And when you're two and a half
3: year old saying, yeah, that, it's
2: heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It's tough. Work. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough being a mom. But, but, you know, I love being a mom because I felt more, I was talking to another mom who has twin boys and they're about 10 months and, you know, we're both entrepreneurs and, you know, for when we were, before we had kids, you know, it's work, 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 as much money as we can make. But being a mom kind of helps you. It's crazy because it's so fast, but it makes you slow down. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I felt more introspective and my priorities shifted and I feel more useful. I don't know if that's how oh, yeah, right Totally. Like more
2: of a purpose, yeah, totally more of a purpose, yep. And I never wanted kids, and that's what's crazy. That's how I am that's too. How... I never
3: really wanted kids, and yeah,
2: that's how I was till about thirty-nine,
0: forty.
1: Yeah,
2: oh, ladies,
1: I think you could probably come back for a few more episodes. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. I feel like we barely brushed the surface. I know. I know. No I know. kidding. I know we have
1: so much Man. material. <laughs> oh well. Put it on your (laughs) to-do list (laughs) and you can always come in with breast milk and unbrushed (laughs) hair and unbrushed teeth (laughs) and stains on your clothes. No judging here. Thank you ladies. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. Make sure you subscribe rate. And if you're feeling really generous, write me a review and don't forget to join me next week for a new episode of two kids and a career.
0: How powerful is Cox internet?